Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Oh, Mr. Sheffield, the podcast where we are re-watching every single episode of The Nanny, a hit sitcom from the 90s starring Fran Drescher. I am co-host Shondi Pasquale, here with my co-host, Toria Sheffield. That's right. And this week, we are talking about Season 5, Episode 18, The Reunion Show, written <gasps> by written by Suzanne Gangerski and Sean Hanley, and directed by the great Dorothy Lyman. And this episode is about what, Toria? We discover that uh, Fran and Mr. Sheffield have not really discussed if they're going to have kids, and that comes into focus this week. In a big way. In a big way, but also this episode, it's one of those ones where there's like a bunch of different plot lines happening, but it doesn't feel, uh, it doesn't feel all over the place. It just feels like jam packed, like stuffed Mm -hmm, full mm -hmm. of stuff happening. Because there's also a Ray, everybody loves Raymond crossover in the middle of this this episode's (laughs) got everything. (laughs) It's got all you could want. I mean, a Ray Romano, one more, one more could we ask for. Um, All right. And so- it, oh, wait. Did you say? Oh, yeah. You already said the directing, writing. But so it starts with uh, Fran at the mansion, and she's showing Val and Sylvia her soon to be new bedroom in seven weeks. So now we have a timeline to the wedding seven weeks and her amazing new closet and all this stuff. And we establish that Val and Fran have a high school reunion coming up, and she cannot wait to show Mr. Sheffield off. Uh, especially to quote Naomi Demby because she bullied them in high school. And she also, it, it turns out, uh, she uh, started a rumor that Fran and Val were dating that backfired because then all the boys wanted to date them. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and also, Fran reveals that at the last two reunions, she just held a man's coat and told everyone her fiance was in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> so she's extra stoked. Uh, and then Mr. Sheffield comes in and he's hearing this and he is like, oh, I thought the reunion was next Saturday, not this Saturday. And uh, we, you know, it's like, oh, shoot. He he actually has this huge conflict. He's going to be in D.C. presenting at like the Academy of the Arts and and he can't in go. Front of so- the pre- in front of President Clinton. Yes. President Clinton will be there. And so we established he he's actually not going to be at this reunion, which is a huge disappointment. I'd be really disappointed too. Disappointed yeah, too. It's honestly. messed up. And then, but then we do get a great line where Fran goes because uh, he's like, "What do you want me to do? Cancel on the president?" And she goes, "He's put business or pleasure before business before. Why can't you?" <laughs> uh, and then, uh, did you notice? The get detail, it? Do you though? get it though? Do you get it though? Is because Bill Clinton got um, he had sex in the Oval Office. I sex. mean. He was known to have many in affairs over his mm-hmm. long history in, po- mm-hmm. in uh, politics. Uh, yep, and that's what—that's all we were concerned with in the nineties. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was all the news fit to print. Literally, that's, at all, the time. that's literally all that mattered at the time. Like, uh, it didn't not matter. The, not, not the growing yeah. income wealth disparity that would eventually overtake this country and plunder us into the dark times we currently live. Nope. Uh, hey, we also loved the OJ chase. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, but um, but nothing's changed. Like we all, we, nope. people still love garbage, and they then they don't have to think about the hard stuff. Uh, but so yeah. then, did you notice though that in this scene, um, they all hop on the bedspread, and Sylvia has her shoes on the bedspread? They and all. I was like, 
they all have their shoes on. Yeah, I was and I was disgusted. like, I was like, that does not track for me, especially with no. this family because they, they no. don't like germs. They talk about sanitary things. They're very Agreed. like stereotypically Jewish in that way. So I was like, I don't know who made that choice, but no, nope. never stood out never, to me. Never in a million years would we sit on a bedspread with our shoes on like that. Mm-hmm. We uh, wear also, our shoes in the house. We are no shoes house. Same with us. You got to take your shoes <laughs> oh off. It's God. gross. It's gross. It's gross. Oh, don't bring. Try, uh, uh, there's like. Uh, we live in a city. There's spit and piss and poop and all this stuff on the streets. Gross. I mean, we'll cut it, but living with Monica was a nightmare for that reason for me. Could not get her to take her <laughs> shoes off. Uh, but so then in the next scene, uh, Fran and Val, they're at the reunion. It's funny. Fran's like, oh my God, Val, everyone's aged so badly. And then she says she can't sign the guest book because the dampness makes her hair hands ache. <laughs> uh, but in her mind, everyone else has aged. And yes. then they go over to the buffet and they bump into an old classmate who is no other than Ray Romano, but he's playing a guy named like Ray Barato. <laughs> no, Ray Baroni. That's the, literally his character from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, no, I never he's watched He's literally... That. Okay. So he is... This is an official... So uh, she, uh, Nanny started in 93 and went for six years. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond started in 96 and ran for nine years. And there was like a three-year crossover gap where they were both on TV at the same time. And so this is like an official crossover. He is playing his Ray, Everybody Loves Raymond character. He makes references to stuff happening on Everybody Loves Raymond at the time. His uh, on-screen wife is off-screen. At this <laughs> where he's like, oh, I got to go to my wife. She's expecting this food or whatever. Like, So yeah, he is playing... This officially puts Everybody Loves Raymond in the nanny universe, which is mm-hmm. super tight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Um, and there's Continue. even a line, though, where um, Val's like, you know, Ray, I had a crush on you in, back in high school. And Franz goes, oh, who didn't? Everybody loved Raymond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I got. I got that reference, and, at least. And Ray Romano, in that moment, as an actor, looks so uncomfortable. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> I wish I could <laughs> screenshot that. Because he looks like, he looks like, oh, Jesus, what have I? Because, you know, this is a guy who did, like, stand-up before this. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, a little humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but anyways, then, yeah. then Naomi, the old bully, she comes up to them and she's kind of like super low key catty, but in that way, we're like they're all being catty to each other, but laughing it off, like oh yes, yes. Uh, but she invites them to come sit at the table with like the crew of girls, you know, that they went to school with. It's like Gail, Ivy, Dolores, they're all there, and they go and sit down at this table, and you know, they all start catching up, and Fran quickly discovers that. All of these women who in previous at previous reunions were like showing off their engagement rings and bragging about their new husbands. They're their all rich divorced. Husbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all divorced now. And, and at one point, Fran's even like, oh, like, you know, Gail, how's that Park Avenue doctor of yours? And she's like, uh, you know, the older we got, the less we had in common. He liked to sleep with 18-year-olds, and I wasn't one. And I I wrote my thing is I go, hey, was Jerry Seinfeld at the reunion too? Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> It's like talk about talk about the normalization of like like I don't know. I feel like you wouldn't get that joke today. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, now you now you'd be like he liked to year sleep. Olds. Yeah, now he liked to sleep he liked to sleep with even twenty year olds sounds less yeah, creepy. Yeah. He you likes know? to sleep with college girls would probably be the line that that, that made it on air. He mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. now he likes to sleep with college girls and I'm not one. But like eighteen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um that's some br- that's some blame it on Rio antics. 
Uh, but so then Fran's like, she's like, I don't understand. Like you all seem so happy, you know, at the last reunion. And this was the most depressing line. And where I went, oh no, like Sean, one week before the wedding, this is depressing. He goes, she, she goes, or Naomi's like, Fran, you're happy for two minutes and then everything's an argument. And she's like, you were the smart one. Marriage is the fastest way to ruin any relationship. <laughs> so me. And, you know, she's like, you know, you argue about like what to watch before bed. You argue about what to eat, like blah, blah, blah. Um, and then in the net, so, so we basically established Wait, that like. I, I, just for the record. This did not. This did not speak to me at all. Like no, I, no, I know, I know, I knew my, it was not. Like, I knew, I knew. There was, I just think it's funny that it was such a wedding centric, marriage centric episode, it and it's the last one we're going to be watching before your wedding. Before I get yeah. married, yeah, yeah, because we, yeah, yeah, I'm getting married when this is being recorded. I'm getting married one exactly uh, uh, less six than, days. Uh, six days from now, I will be getting married. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's very funny that the last two episodes that we watched were like super wedding centric and yeah mm-hmm. um, but none, and of then, the, none of the problems are any of the problems i've experienced it's it's really interesting well no because to be fair they're, they're in the craziest situation when you think about it like, <laughs> yeah. it is not they live in the same house they don't sleep in the same bed they it's so like, weird <laughs> uh, but so um, then okay so then we cut back to the kitchen oh this is the best i gotta say i love this yeah so <laughs> So Niles, <laughs> okay. So Cece's still committed because, uh, because the actress, uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, terrible. We've watched five seasons. Let Lauren Lane. Lauren Lane. Lauren Lane. Thank you. Sorry. This is why she'll never come on the show and talk to us. Sorry, Lauren Lane. Lauren Lane uh, is having her baby, right? So they mm-hmm. wrote her off the show. They wrote Cece out of the show for she's being she's committed for three months. They say. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think takes us right until like the very last episode of this season. So I think she pops back in like right at the end uh, after her. Yes, yes, movie. I th- I think so too. Uh, um, but so- and <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, 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 so <laughs> yes, yeah, so so Niles misses Cece so much that he's baked a cake. With Cece's face on it, <laughs> it's, it's so a gorgeous funny. cake. Like it's I would so love a cake like that of me. Okay, so I have a pitch because we find out as this episode goes on that it's a rum cake. Um, so here's what I want to do: I think we should bake a rum cake. Mm-hmm. I think we should dress up as Sylvia and Yetta, and I think we should meet in person for watching the series finale and eat the rum cake, watch the finale, and then uh, record the last episode ever of the show. Okay. That's my okay. pitch. I think that would I be say, fun. But, Mar- but again, add it to the list of things we keep saying we will do. <laughs> no, but we really will dress up as Yetta and Sylvia. Like that's that's the one. I mean, uh, the only things I remember promising is dressing up as Yetta and Sylvia and writing uh, our version of the, the last episode. Yeah. I okay. have a calendar reminder for that. Good, good, um, good. Um, yeah, I have not forgotten. Okay. But yeah, so it's this hilarious cake of Cece's likeness because <laughs> he misses her so much. And he goes, he goes, do you want a piece of her chin? She's got three. <laughs> and then he like giggles to himself. Like, it's so funny because Niles, as much as Cece's had a breakdown, like this episode is also very much about Niles having his own sort of like weird breakdown. Like he like weirdly misses her in like, uh-huh. this, you know, the most unhealthy ways. It's great. Uh-huh. It's truly my favorite. Maybe my favorite part of this episode is is all the Nile stuff. And then, well, then uh, Fran comes home with Gracie oh, and this little school wait, friend. Sorry. Oh, mm-hmm. Also, in this scene, 
I loved Fran's mod look. I thought it was so cool. Was oh, yeah, like, yeah. She looks oh, so man. good. She had like, um, this cool like black and white checkered skirt on and this like badass looking like mod jacket. She looked cool as hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so she has just brought Gracie home from school and Gracie has a friend with her name, Marianne. This girl is a drip. Let me tell you. <laughs> like she was well cast to play this yeah, just downer. Yeah. And so Fran goes into the other room and Gracie's like, isn't Fran so cool? Like I can't wait for my dad and her to get married. Married, and then this little girl, she goes, mm, I became invisible after my dad married my stepmom. I guess I got a little blurry through a martini glass and say Bart's. <laughs> so, and then it was just dark. And, you know, Gracie's like, oh, no, you know, I, I don't think that's going to happen to me. Like, I, and then just as soon as she says that, Mr. Sheffield walks in and literally does not see her as he goes to kiss Fran and they smash her between them. And they're like, oh, sorry, honey, we didn't see you. <laughs> so this is going to start like a, a nut, sort of a B slash C plot throughout the episode. Yes. And Mr. Sheffield like asked Fran how the reunion went. Um, and she's like, oh my gosh, like you would not believe all the problems everyone had in their marriages. And she's like, I'm so glad we're not going to have all those idiotic issues. You know, like, like who even cares what you watch before bed? And he's like, hey, of course, Nightline. And she's like, hmm. Or a TV land. And then they're like, <laughs> whatever. And then it's like, and she's like, you know, who cares if, if you spend all Sunday matching towels to wallpaper? And he's like, yeah, or at the driving lane. And then they like kind of pause and she's like, ah, whatever. And then she's like, you know what? It doesn't even matter. All these small little things. Like as long as like, I'm holding you like this for the every night for the rest of our lives. And she's like, kind of leans in and hugs him. And he's like, well, not quite because that's my side. Like I sleep on the left side of the bed. And then she has this great line. <laughs> great she goes, line. She's like, but that's my side. Jews always lie left of center. <laughs> and he goes, he goes politically, Fran, not posturopedically. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have liked it though if they didn't even clarify it with that. Like, I like how they felt like they had to explain the joke. And mm-hmm. I would have really liked it if they just left it at that. But yeah, so me too. You know, then they kind of get into this tiff about like the side of the bed and this and that. And it's just becoming clear that they actually do, they don't really know some very basic things about each other yet because, as yeah. you said, they have not really dated and they have which, not shared time together. Yes. Which, again, if I may get on my soapbox, I do believe that everyone in this year, the year of our Lord, 2023 and beyond, everyone should live with the person that they're going to marry for. A while before you get married. I, I just don't understand how people I like I understand the high divorce rate of like our parents' generation because a lot of them just like met and got married. And it's like that's crazy to me. Or like, at crazy. Least spend a lot, a lot of time like sleeping in the same bed. No, knowing, no, knowing I disagree. What you disagree. Live together. You have to move yeah. into it. Like, because even spending a lot of time together and like you have a toothbrush at his house or whatever, like not the same as like actually cohabitating because that's the closest look at like, well, what is our day in and daylight? Like, so like, like, what is it going to be like? I guess I would argue though. I think I used to think that. Now I think if you've been together or a while, a long time and you, and you've really talked everything out in terms of like what you, like if you want kids, if you don't want kids, where you want to live, the type, you know, work you each plan to have. And and you really, really love each other. I don't think there's anything about actually living together that's big enough that should break you up. Like, yeah, like you're messy. I'm neat. Like, yeah, like, oh, like you like it quiet during these hours. I like it like to have the music on. Like, I think by the time you move in with someone, that should be the only stuff that's like 
you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be already like, you shouldn't be like, we have horribly toxic fights and, you know, we, you know, don't talk for days, but yeah, we're going to move in together, you know? Man, just one more reason why we will never co-parent, Toria. <sighs> Sean, we're going to be, this will be so great. The three of us, you, me, and Liz. <laughs> Come on. And our adopted son. <laughs> I'm never going to stop pitching. We'd be a power throuple. <laughs> no. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, okay, so okay. basically, canonically, uh, we also find out in this scene, so like, you know, th- we're, we're finding out that they have a bunch of disagreements because they don't really know that much about each other, like little things. Mm-hmm. We also find out that canonically, Mr. Sheffield still doesn't even know how old Fran actually is, <laughs> which I thought was like a really, really, really weird fact to throw in and very telling and like, honestly, terrifying for the future of their marriage. Like, how can they not have had some of these conversations yet? It, it's almost as if the show, it's so funny because sometimes it really does feel like the show is implying that when when we're not seeing episodes, literally n- these characters, nothing is happening. Like, they I mean, could very easily just imply like they've talked about all this stuff and like they just didn't show it. But like, instead it's like, well, they've never had any of these conversations at dude, all. I literally at the end of the wrap up wrote, this gave me anxiety watching. Yeah. The, yeah. how, what the, the the actual reality of their relationship like mm-hmm. i'm like i i'm like no longer excited i'm just worried <laughs> but, but so uh then i mean i guess that's the difference between sitcom and real life <laughs> but then um let's see here next scene we was in the living room oh okay so fran and mr sheffield are kind of at odds all this little stuff's popping up and in the next scene, Fran, Val, and Sylvia, they're in the living room and, you know, Fran's kind of rehashing what happened and Sylvia reassures her it'll all be fine. She's like, your father and I wouldn't even talk if we didn't fight. And besides, she's like, once you have kids, you're not even going to have the energy to fight about anything. And Fran's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're right. We love each other. We're going to like get married, have beautiful babies, all this, all this little stuff. It doesn't matter. And I would argue some of this little stuff really doesn't matter. It's what comes next, which really gave me anxiety. Yes. Um, which, by the way, I literally in my notes, I wrote, there are 11 minutes left in this episode. It is jam-packed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because at this point, I was like, wow, it feels like we watched a whole episode so far. There's been so much story. Uh, and no, we're like at the halfway point. It's yep. a great episode. I love this one. Yep. Okay. It's so, yeah, because it was about real stuff, you know? Um, yeah, and then- great. So she goes into his office to sort of apologize for their little, you know, 
argument from before because she's like, it's not a big deal. And he's like also apologizing. But then they kind of get into a little back and forth over who apologized first, which I mm-hmm. thought was very realistic <laughs> in yeah. terms of like what people really do fight about. Yeah. And she's like, you know what, honey? Like you take the left side of the bed. All that matters is that that's the bed we're going to sleep in and for the rest of our lives in the house where we're going to raise a family together. And he kind of like freezes. And he's like, a family. <laughs> and he's <clears throat> he's like, I have three nearly grown children, woman. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. And he's like, I, I kind of assumed I, I was done with that part of my life, which yeah. which is reasonable for him to want. I agree. And it's also reasonable what she wants. It's unreasonable that they have not talked about it. <laughs> but, I agree. But, it's insane. And- Again, bananas that they have never once discussed this like do they not have conversations again do they do they not have conversations when the show is not happening well here's what i'll say (laughs) i i think fran has always been very open about wanting kids so i i do think given where you know what fran has vocally said many times in this and there was even the episode yeah well remember there was even that episode where she's like babysitting that lady's little blonde boy because she's thinking about um going to a fertility clinic. And at the end of the episode, she, you know, Mr. Sheffield even says like, oh, what made you change your mind about not, you know, having a baby on your own? And she's like, because, you know, when I was holding him and rocking him to sleep, I realized I wanted to look up and like look into his daddy's eyes, you know? And so I think Fran has been very transparent about wanting children. And this is, if you actually like think about like the canon of the show, this is Mr. Sheffield being a douchebag. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, just not being very self-centered and not really paying attention to anything. Yeah. You know, classic Mr. Chef. Classic. But then she has a great line where he's like, I don't understand. Like, why do you want to have a baby at all? Like you, you, you raised my three kids. And she's like, yeah, but like, I never got to hold them in my arms. Except that one time that Maggie came home drunk from a frat party. <laughs> yeah, thought, yeah. And then he goes, what? And she goes, frap party, like frappuccinos. <laughs> yes, yes. But I also think what she's saying, you know, it's very valuable. She's like, you know, and I, I she's like, I love your children like they're my own, but I, I never got to see their first steps. Like, you know, yep. I never got to hold them when they were little, which is yeah. so, I think, you know, very understandable. She and, has completely valid points. Yeah. yeah. And then though, meanwhile, so while this is happening and they start arguing over having – a child together, which is huge. Yeah. Gracie with her little Marianne friend overhears them fighting. Yeah. And then literally the the friend goes, hmm, once they have a baby, they'll ship you off to boarding school. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, poor, yeah, poor and, man, and poor Gracie. Gracie goes, Gracie goes, you didn't go to boarding school. She goes, my dad had a vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> so dark. Yes, yes. Um, well, and then, well, then the next scene, we got to Fran sobbing in the kitchen in Sylvia's arms. And and she tells Sylvia what happened, and Sylvia's incensed. She's like, I'm going to kill him. How could he do this to me? <laughs> she goes – she goes, it's unnatural. What man doesn't want to procrastinate with the woman he loves? Yeah. And she's <laughs> she like, says, procrastinate instead of procreate. <laughs> yes, yes. And then and, and Fran's like, you know, Ma, he just – he says he's done with that part of his life. And then Sylvia just goes, Amy Irving, $92 million is what she got when she split from Steven Spielberg. You think she would have got nine cents if she didn't have a kid with him? And Fran's like – Ma, what does that have to do with my situation? And she's like, I don't know. It just seemed pertinent. <laughs> she's like, wow, <laughs> Sylvia, always eye on the prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even that like my daughter will be happily married. It's my daughter will have this man's baby. And then regardless, she'll be set for life. She's taken care of. Yeah, which uh-huh, uh-huh. she's got his baby. Yeah. Uh, and then 
Niles comes into Mr. Sheffield's office and Mr. Sheffield is, you know, doing his usual thing where he's like, you know, I just need some advice, old man. And he assumes that Niles is going to know everything about the situation already. And, and Niles is like, you know, what, what situation, sir? And, and Mr. Sheffield is like, it's, this is the first time in 25 years you have not known everything that was going on in this house. And Niles is like, I don't know what's happening to me. Mama Hughes is gone. <laughs> like, like he's losing all sense of, of purpose without, yeah, without, without CC. <laughs> and, and then, you know, Mr. Which, Shepard's by the like, way, if this is how they lead into them being together, I'm all for it. Like, if they both go crazy and realize they can't live without each other, I think that's actually <sighs> funny. They need so much therapy, though. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, so does yeah, Fred yeah. and Maxwell. So uh, Yeah. It's so true. Well, but then, you know, Mr. Sheffield sort of fills him in about, like, the baby thing. And Mr. Sheffield's like, you know, I, I just don't think I can do it anymore. You know, I raised three children. Think about it. You know, I, can, can oh, I do it all great. again? The, he's like, the crying, the diapers, the waking up at 4 a.m. And Niles goes, oh, sir, it's really not that bad. But you considered I did all that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Niles is like basically nursing these children. <laughs> like, yeah. It's also terrible. So it, it sounds like, you know, Mr. Sheffield's uh, dead wife and Niles really raised the baby. <laughs> I don't know. I took it as, I honestly took it as an indictment on the dead wife too. Mm. It made me go like, oh wait, did neither one of them raise these children and then she died? Like these kids really didn't know their mother. <laughs> they were just rich people. They're rich British people, I guess. Yeah, this is very sad. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, and then Niles kind of like reverse psychologies him. He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. You have three grown children. Why would you even want more with her? And then that prompts Mr. Sheffield to kind of think about the reverse of it all. And he's like, well, well, you know, I, I guess, you know, because they're, they're not our children and, and, and it, it does bond a couple together. And then he kind of thinks, and he's like, you know, maybe, maybe it would be nice to have a baby again. Yeah. Uh, and he's kind of starting to think about it from a new angle. And then in the next scene, Maggie's in the kitchen consoling Gracie, who's like literally crying. Hey, um, by the way, God, Maggie really looks like she could be Cece's daughter. I know. It's crazy. I know. It's so funny. The older she gets, the more I'm like, oh, it, they could have easily gone with like, oh, it turns out Maggie was <laughs> the one time he slept with Cece. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then weirdly, just, just the, dropped her off at the house. <laughs> you know, and his other wife, his wife just agreed to raise her. Mm -hmm. Um, so then um, it's like that movie Fences. What a great movie. <laughs> but so, <laughs> so, yeah, so much like Fences. No, but so then uh, Maggie's consoling Gracie because uh, it turns out Gracie found a brochure for Miss Porter's boarding school in the mail. Um, and so now this idea of like boarding school is like very real. And it's funny because Brayden comes in. He's like, what's wrong with Blossom when he sees his sister crying? <laughs> and uh, – Probably a lot of people might not even know this reference. Blossom, very, very popular show about a teenage girl who is often crying and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and um, Maggie, oh, whoa. Gracie's like, wah, wah. No, yeah, whoa. <laughs> oh, that was it. Whoa. Uh, whoa. So, yeah, Joey. Whoa. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was his catchphrase. Um, Urkel had, did I do that? And Joey had, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. So then, you know, Gracie cries and she's like, I found a brochure for boarding school. And then Brighton instantly goes, oh, what ages? What ages? And he flips through and he goes, 
oh, 11 to 14. I'm safe. And he's like, write me and then walks out. <laughs> he could care less. Yeah. And then, you know, Fran comes in. She's like, honey, like, what are you, what are you crying about? And, and you know, she re, re, restates it for Fran and Fran looks, she looks through this brochure and she's like, I don't even know what this is, but we need to go talk to your father right away because she's, yeah. you know, Thank God she's also concerned because she's like, we're not, we're not sending her to boarding school and, and why is this brochure even here? So she takes Gracie into the office and she's like, you know, if you don't want to have a child with me, that's one thing, but you're not sending our youngest away, <laughs> which was very sweet. And uh, yeah. And then Mr. Sheffield was like, well, if either of you had uh, actually stolen the brochure along with the rest of my mail, you would have seen it's not for boarding school. It's for a summer drama program at the boarding school. And then he uh, hands the drama program brochure to Gracie and she's immediately like, this looks awesome. Yes, <laughs> Which I thought yes, was yes. very funny that she's like, oh my God, this looks amazing. And yeah. then that that prompts friend to be like, no, shut up. <laughs> like I'm winning yeah. this fight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. She's very, 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 very funny. I thought that was yes. great. Yes. And then, you know, Mr. Sheffield, and again, a very sitcom wrap it up quickly way. He's like, you know, I, I actually think we should revisit that baby conversation. I'm, I'm reconsidering. He's like, I just, I think I just want to have you to myself for a little bit first. You know, I thought we could travel, go to nice restaurants. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, okay. Like, I think I could push the timeline. And and that's a resolution. But honestly, I wrote, that's a dangerous game at her age. <laughs> like holding <laughs> on to the lie that you are younger so that so the he uh, thinks you guys have more time. Uh, <laughs> but the, that resolves everything. He's gonna, they're gonna have a baby. And then the yep. button is... Uh, Valerie, Sylvia, and Fran are back in the master bedroom measuring things for where they're going to put a refrigerator. <laughs> and, then, and then Val even turns on the TV and she goes, oh, look, picture in picture, which is like the feature where you can watch two things at the same time. And she goes, it's Mr. Ed and who's Madeline Albright? <laughs> and then and then you think that the bed just isn't made, but it turns out it's because Mr. Sheffield had been sleeping because it's clearly very early morning. And he pops out of bed and he goes, she's the secretary of state. Now get out of my bedroom. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like uh, so frustrated. It's so fun. I thought it was very, very funny though that, that they keep showing up in his room and he's like, no regard. <laughs> um. Oh, wait, hold on one sec. Oh, shit. Kyla, did I feed the fish today? Yes, I actually did. I actually did. Oh, shit. I was going to tell him I did because I never do. So I figured I forgot to tell you. Did you feed the fish? I meant to text. Uh, Okay. He's in the main part of the house. Oh, God. Did the fish get doubled? Double fed. Okay. Co-parenting is hard. This is why I don't have pets. Yeah, Yeah, you just want kids. Uh, yeah, because okay. if I'm going to take care of something, it's going to have to grow up to eventually talk and and take care of me when I'm old. <laughs> hey, if I go crazy, the fish could talk to me. <laughs> but okay. No. Okay. So that's an episode. That's an episode. They're having their babies. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, segments? Segments. And now, segments. So... Segments. Yeah, no, I think we should move on to segments. I to say we can move on to our segments. And now, segments. Segments uh, with Sean and Toria. Favorite lines and moments. 
Oh, Fairy Lantern. Oh, I really liked uh, when Fran comes home with Gracie and the friend, and she's like, Marianne, what does your father do? And she goes, he's chairman and CEO of Amco International. What does your father do? And Fran goes, eats pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, let's see, I said the Clinton line, which I really loved. We said the everybody loves Raymond line, which I really, it's crazy that that the Raymond crossover also happens in this episode. I don't, it just, it seems like so much happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, (laughs) there's, so Niles, uh, Sylvia's, they're in the living room and Sylvia goes to Niles. She's like, do you still have any of that Miss Babcock cake? (laughs) Which I think is very funny. (laughs) And then he goes, tons and tons, just as in real life, no one has touched her. And then later he comes in with the cake and he goes, who wants cake? She's loaded with rum, just like the original. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the line when uh, Mr. Sheffield comes back from DC. Uh, he goes, to, he, he goes, he gives Fran a coaster, and he goes, "I stole you a coaster from the White House to add to your collection of pilfered memorabilia," which I thought was like so sweet. So sweet. It's funny he knows some things about her, but like not basic. Things. It's so it's it's all over the place. Their relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was cute to be like. I, it's not just that it's from the White House; it's that it's stolen from the White stolen House. Stolen from the. It's stolen stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We have a mutual friend who every place he goes, he steals a spoon. Is that Tom? No. Mac. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. He steals a spoon. Uh, He's got a whole collection of spoons stolen from every place he's ever been. Like, it has to be, like, a special place, though, right? Not just, like, my house. Any any hotel he goes to, he steals a spoon. We were (laughs) at, like, a Ramada Inn in, like, Denver one time, and he was like, I got to get a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Okay, then for Yiddish, I didn't. Yeah. There was no Yiddish that I clocked. No, there was no Yiddish in this episode. They've abandoned us mm-hmm. this week. With Yiddish. Um, and then you actually were going to grab the. <laughs> oh, what's that? Uh oh. Uh oh. It looks like Sean's <laughs> busting in to do some trivia this week, folks. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to Trivia Corner with. Sean DePasquale. Uh, so- <laughs> Listeners, I genuinely did not know he was going to play that. I knew he was going to do trivia, but that rudeness was real. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It had to be. It's the only way the joke works. You never can expect when the John Cena theme song is going to play. Um, um, so, okay, this week's trivia is really fun because you go like, oh, okay, cute. Ray Romano had Everybody Loves Raymond and Fran had – the nanny and they're on the same network so they did a crossover episode except it turns out no not just that that's not the only connection between these two people it turns out that they were high school classmates because both fran and ray went to hillcrest high school in jamaica new york in 1975 uh they graduated same time and then they went on to go to the same college so he he actually left and enrolled in queen's college uh but then he dropped out of college before getting a degree. She attended college, but then left before completing her freshman year. So <laughs> they, yeah. they, they quote, went to Queens College. They both were at the college at some point. I thought that was really oh, wow. interesting that, that they had really all that. Cool. So much connection between, like, it's so funny how, like, yeah. these two randos from Jamaica's Queens, like, both became yeah. massive stars. And it's not like they were, like, you know, you know, they couldn't I don't know. Be more like, well, I mean, Fran. Yeah, Honestly. yeah, but 
But it's like they both kind of are these big personalities from Queens and they're playing people from, I don't know, I love that. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I thought that was really, really great. It does, you know, though, it's like, it does make sense to me that those two fictional characters exist in like a same world, you know? Yeah. 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 I love it. I know. My trip. The, the trivia that I had grabbed from this episode, and I don't even know how you could possibly verify it, but it was in IMBD. It was the actor who plays Maxwell really did flash the three actresses sitting on his the three actresses <gasps> sitting on the bed because when they're sitting on the oh bed at the God. beginning of it, that he like uh, comes in from the shower and doesn't realize they're there. But I'm like, how would we know that unless there was like a maybe there's a funny interview where they like laugh about it or something or I don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe, but yeah, he does turn around and open. You do there is a moment where he opens his towel like to them and they do all react like very convincingly so maybe he did i mean um there's a there's a uh, an episode of um parks and recreation where uh chris chris pratt's character shows up naked at uh at at the door and um and Amy Poehler's character answers, and there's mm-hmm. there's a cutscene which you can see, or a bloopers scene which you can see online, where the first time they shot the scene, she opens the door and he was actually standing there naked, and she <laughs> just opens the door and she goes like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, yeah, like, she like- looks so embarrassed, which like I don't know, man, feels like kind of harassment but <laughs> i i think on this i could see how on that set full of like improv comedians and stuff you know like people was, who are like was, always upping yes. that even if it did get pushed too far like people were always like it seemed like doing- it seemed like everyone had a very good time at least from well, the, the the blooper that they released well that was sean's a big trivia big trivia moment, moment. i hope everyone enjoyed the last it. time that's it that was a one time in the history of the show i'll get to do trivia yeah he lost the privilege after he Rudely cut me off. <laughs> I got to tell you, when you said, now I want to do my trivia, I had to fight the urge so hard to play the song <laughs> again in the middle of you talking. <laughs> oh. um, and I'm proud of myself. That shows growth. Um, and then, okay, we did trivia for the Fran or the CC or who you're related to. It's so funny. I actually had a person and then, oh, I think I I was thinking that I, I kind of related to – um. Niles in that my love language is like roasting and kind of making fun. And mm-hmm. I think I can have, a, you know, so much affection for somebody, but it's like my main way of conversing with them is like, mm. you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, mm. like that's, those are my best friendships. So I, I, I like, was like, oh, I feel, I feel for that a little bit. Like I'd be, you know, even if someone was like, all you guys do is like, you know, make fun of each other. It's like, yeah, but that comes from a place of love. I I mean, I don't know. I didn't really relate to anyone in this episode. I guess the biggest stretch that I could make is Niles missing Cece and feeling like his muse is gone is how I felt after Bunny Ears ended and I didn't work with Tom every day. <gasps> I love Tom. Like I had lost my like I had lost my muse. I was so mm-hmm. sad for a while. I love Tom. That one goes out to Tom. I know he doesn't ever listen to this podcast, but if no. he did, he would be so surprised to find out how often we talk about him. I know. Well, I've told you I have had like dreams where I've just hugged Tom. <laughs> like he gave me like a, like a he's, reassuring hug. Like he's Bayamax. <laughs> like what? Like he's what? Bayamax. The big <laughs> – 
No, no, like from Big the Hero Six. Yes, the big comfy robot from Big no, Hero. That's what I imagine, dude. That's exactly what the dream was. Like, and Would you like, like a hug. And like, no offense, I've never dreamed about you. I've never dreamed that's about fine. Mac. I only dreamed about Tom. Tom, I get it, man. Anyway, I'm, that I'm not cutting. We're keeping all that in. That's great. Oh, yeah. I love you, Tom. Mm-hmm. We love you, Tom. We love you. And also, you know who else we love, Toria? The listeners. That's right. We love the listeners. And we love when they reach out to us, which they do very frequently on Instagram. It's delightful. You can join them if you haven't yet at Oh Mr. Chef Pod. You can also send us an email at uh, oh Mr. Sheffield Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we got a beautiful uh, email in which I I will just say a fan wrote to us to share some very personal things about her life and how uh, this show uh, affected or you know, has helped her get through a lot of stuff. Um, the nanny meaning, and that uh, you know listening to our show and and all of that like really helped her get right back into watching it and took her to a really nice place and it's. Uh, it's really nice. She she ends her her email saying, "I guess this is just my way of saying thank you for helping me come back to life." And no, I am not exaggerating, which is a lovely, lovely, lovely thing. So thank you for that, uh, Liz Mary. And we're sending we really a big oh, Mr. Sheffield hug mm-hmm. your way too. Yes. Um, and then I also wanted to quickly say, uh, she uh, she then sent. Um, uh, a, a bunch of uh, like little facts and thoughts over, which uh, which maybe on the next episode we'll share some of these because some of them are like really interesting and I like the mm-hmm, idea mm-hmm. that fans are like joining the conversation with like their thoughts. That's like really cool. You don't get that in a lot of like rewatch podcasts. It's like mm-hmm, not just mm-hmm. our opinions, but like other people's. And it, so we'll, we'll go through those off air and then we'll we'll pick the the good ones, but. Um, but yeah, so if you know, send stuff, email us, uh, reach out on Instagram and all that stuff. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review the show if you haven't already. And we will see you next week with another episode. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Miss Fine. <laughs> <laughs>